It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. And a good day to you. Top of the morning or afternoon or evening, whenever you might be listening. I don't know when people listen to this podcast. Is it like an on the way home from work kind of deal? Is that something we can find out? Because now that we are uh, at a new place, we are under a new uh, umbrella that allows us to see a little bit more into your lives. No, just where you're listening from. That's pretty much it. And so is time of day that you're listening maybe part of that? I don't know if I can check that or not. There's a lot of different analytics that we can see, but I can tell you that thousands of people downloaded podcasts this weekend. Uh, A lot of people enjoyed hearing you play with sex toys on a podcast, and that was in episode 101. If you haven't heard that one yet, go back and give it a listen. So this is 102, and we're allowed to say that because it's the same company now, and it's Scott and Kat. (laughs) (laughs) Edgy. Chorus Entertainment owns a lot of radio stations. Yes, they do. Energy 95.3 and 102.1 The Edge, Q107. And it's funny the amount of like friends we have in the industry all over the place. Like at competing stations currently where we are, right? But at the time, we didn't really, uh, you know, make it public that we talk to each other very often because right. our employers usually frown upon it even though we're friends. But then as soon as we jumped on board here at 91.5 The Beat, owned by Chorus, it was amazing how many people just went up straight up to my comments that would have never commented on my stuff. And Tucker and Mora right there with a the comment. That's great. We love them. We always hung out with them and we DM'd each other. Mm -hmm. But now we can just do it publicly. Publicly, we can acknowledge the fact (laughs) that- We're friends. Yeah. Do you hate the other morning shows? No, we don't hate them at all. Actually, we all get along great. It's just the the owners don't necessarily like it. And radio gets so- freaking nitpicky sometimes like um if a, a radio station is called for example there's like a million and one kiss fms they don't want you to say the word kiss on the radio if there's a kiss in the market that you compete which with. is stupid we've never had that if, no. so, if, a, if a program director of any sort said that i'd be like give me a break yeah give me a break mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's too many words out there to to like forget it right forget it right don't say it's 915 because someone might see 915 and think 915. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are here on 915 The Beat in Kitchener. If you want to hear our live radio show, it's available on the Radio Player Canada app. And we still just do a quick reminder of uh, that for people who are podcast listeners, but not necessarily radio listeners, you can hear us there on Radio Player Canada. We did Oktoberfest for the first time together on the weekend. Did you enjoy yourself? I had a lot of beer. I had a lot of beer. I'm surprised you went for the... I couldn't do the beer. I didn't do the beer. Because if I'm having more than one drink, I just... It's too bloaty, too heavy for me. So I stuck with rye. And uh, I had a great time, aside from almost spraining my ankle. That was a shit show. Like, let's just stop and be honest for a second. Our math sucks. And that's probably why we're in radio. Because you're only allowed two drinks at a time, and Kat wanted double rye and Cokes. Look... Look, no, I said I'll take one double Ryan Coke, but I think that the lovely waitress thought that I wanted more than one of those. And so they got confused. And, and then, then I had a beer and she was trying to do the math. Okay, well, if he has, no, I had two beers and you had two double Ryan Cokes. Yes, and, and someone gave us a ticket for a drink, which is great. Thank um, you. Because they were just a fan and they wanted to welcome us to the Kitchener-Waterloo area. So they gave us each a ticket. So then we were trying to factor that into the equation. And you're right, it was a fucking gong show. It was. But we got our drinks. It was like a who's on first kind of deal, trying to figure out who had one drink and who was allowed to have one more. And oh, no, shit, that one's a double. You can't have that one. It was a mess. If, um, oh, you put it on your Instagram story. So it'll be there for 24 hours. If you're hearing this podcast within uh, 24 hours of October the 15th, the Tuesday, uh, check out Cat on Air on Instagram. Watch the story of Cat trying to throw a baseball while she had had a few drinks, a few double Ryan Cokes. <laughs> in high heels <laughs> and jeans. Someone commented actually recently, I like this one. Hey, you know what, Cat? Great form. Follow through shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's true, though. Uh, uh, the responses that you guys send us on Insta and, and via DMs is just great. So thank you. <laughs> great you guys form, are, but your follow through is shit. <laughs> you guys are the best. Oh, uh, God. Um, I voted this weekend. Did you? I did vote this weekend. I went on the holiday Monday because what else is there to really do? So I, I brought my kid with me and I, I cast my ballot. Yeah. It's funny because I, I heard all these stories on the news about, oh, voter turnout for the advance polls is way up. And I thought, oh, shit, I better hurry up and get there. I got there at three o'clock on Sunday, exactly halfway through the voting day. Not one person was there except for me. So were they talking, like, what was the busiest day? Would that have been, what was it, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday? I guess. four I, days? I don't know when was the busy day, but they say it was the busiest one Interesting. that we've ever had for advance polls. I didn't see any evidence of that, but it's anecdotal. I was at one polling station in Milton, and uh, I did cast my ballot. It was great. No voting machines, no I voted stickers, nothing like we had in the last provincial election. Mm-hmm. So that was a bit of a disappointment. Not that I'm all that heartbroken that I didn't get a fucking sticker, but nonetheless, I did after the provincial election because I think it's important to get out the word to vote. And a couple of things happened this weekend that pissed me off. Um, First off, we've only got six days to go for us to talk any politics at all in a podcast, so I'm just going to use them up a little bit here. First off, um, these people that are saying a vote for the NDP is a vote for the conservatives. That was sort of the narrative that was going around on Thursday, Friday. And it's amazing how quickly that changed on Saturday. And here's why. Because politicians are all told, if somebody asks you about a coalition, Mm -hmm. say no, no, no. There is no coalition. I'm running for prime minister. I guess nobody in the NDP war room prepared Jagmeet Singh. How do I say it again? Uh, Jagmeet? Jagmeet Singh for that question because... He took the bait. That reporter must have gotten a huge bonus because that reporter actually got Jugmeet Singh to admit, yeah, yeah, I'd entertain a coalition. <sighs> no, you don't say that. There's no way though. Like you, you said, you know, in like the war rooms and whatnot, this is what you say, but there's no way he'd never brought that up. Like, do you think something weird strategically going on there? Well, I think probably what happened was they had probably discussed it themselves. Like they probably looked at the polls like any person can do and saw, all right, the conservatives are not going to get a majority. The liberals are not going to get a majority. So we're probably going to have to start thinking about the eventuality that there's going to be a coalition because the way it works, for those of you who don't remember from your civics classes, the governor general will ask the parties if they are able to form a government. And first, the governor general, if the conservatives have the most votes but not a majority, or if they have the most seats but not a majority, the governor general will ask Andrew Scheer, Can you form a government? And he will say, yes, I can. Then the governor general will ask Justin Trudeau, can you form a government? And if he has the support of the NDP, he too will say, yes, I can form a government. That's a coalition. However, in order to have a coalition, there would likely have to be a deal. And likely that deal would involve both parties being intertwined. And here's the problem with this. So you could have, for example, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, he would get a second term, but he would likely, in order to make this deal work, have to appoint someone like Jagmeet Singh, the finance minister or the deputy prime minister. And you can do that. Oh, yeah, you There's absolutely no can. no weird rules that say you can't. No, no, it's not okay. like, well, Interesting. O- only Interesting. liberals can be in cabinet. Right. Anybody can be in cabinet. In fact, it's entirely possible he may have to also get the support of the Greens and appoint Elizabeth May to cabinet. It's possible anyway. As long as he wins, he won't give a shit. 
No, he wants to be prime minister again. He likes being in power. He likes the private jet and the extra security and being driven around and the nannies and the house that's paid for and all that sort of stuff. He likes all that. Who wouldn't like all of that? Let's be perfectly honest here. So he's likely going to have to create a deal. The problem with all of this is, is that people who are voting for Jugmeet Singh are voting for him likely because he's an incredibly likable guy and they think he would make a good prime minister. Or they're voting for him because they don't want Justin Trudeau to be rewarded with a second term in office and get the jet and the paid for house and the nannies and all those sort of things Mm -hmm. because they don't think he deserves it. Mm -hmm. So for Jugmeet Singh to come out and actually acknowledge he would be willing to enter into a coalition is basically a slap in the face to all these people that are voting for Jugmeet Singh. And I don't understand why he would take the bait and actually say it. Let's cut the bullshit. We know they're talking about it. We know they've thought about it. We know that's likely what will happen. The point is, you don't say it. I don't know, though. I think that's... I feel like it's all very calculated, though. I feel like there's a reason why he did, because he's not a stupid man. No, he's not by any means. He's a lawyer. He's very smart. I feel like there's a lot more to this. Like They did a lot of, as much as they can, figure out what would happen if... This was a very calculated move, in my opinion. But I don't know. I that, that's I'm skeptical of it just being blah blurted out there for no reason. So the conservative angle on all of this now is well, geez, now you have to give us a majority. Mm-hmm. If you don't give us a majority, a you're rewarding Justin Trudeau for everything he's done. And B, you're letting the NDP dictate how the liberals are going to spend your money. And he's arguing that's the worst of both worlds. So now anything could happen on Monday. I mean, this election could be... could result in a completely dysfunctional parliament. It could be a mess. And it's also possible that now, because Jugmeet Singh is trying to walk back his comments that they would form a coalition, it's possible that he won't do it now because he realizes that he can't slap his supporters in the face by making Justin Trudeau prime minister again, it's possible maybe he won't enter into a coalition. If that happens, maybe we would have a conservative minority, but they wouldn't be able to get anything passed without the support of the NDP, the liberals, or the bloc. And nobody wants to go into a coalition with the bloc because they're a separatist party. The whole thing is a mess. All because he said, yes, I'd enter into a coalition with the liberals. It's going to be interesting the next little while here. It's going to be very, very interesting. Now, when's the... I always do advance... I always do advance uh, voting. Advanced voting's great. You avoid the lines and you can just have it done. And if something comes up on election day, you don't have to worry. Oh, crap. I haven't voted yet. Uh, my kids got soccer and I still haven't voted yeah. yet. Or, oh, shit, there's a meeting on Monday that I have to go to. And I feel like I can shut it off. I can. I don't have to listen to everything or see everything because it's done. What's done is done. You know me. I'm a political junkie. I'm going to be watching Monday in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. I will have the main TV in my family room on. I will have my laptop on watching polls and individual ridings come in. I'll have my iPad and my phone yep. also doing things similar and keeping an eye on social media to see what people are saying. You've got like a command center Basically. set up at your house. But I love that about you because uh, I'm not as, although I'm into politics in terms of I'm paying attention to what's happening because I want to vote for what's best for me and my family, especially now that I have, you know, two girls and you spend a lot of money when you have a family. So all that kind of stuff matters to me even more than it ever did. But I like that you're very invested in in politics because 
you can give that kind of information to our listeners. And you do it very unbiased as well. Like you, I you, try to. Yeah. People might try and read some inference into what I'm saying. There's no inference in here. I truly don't give a shit how you vote. It really doesn't matter to me. So if, if you're listening, maybe, because people are listening from, as we know from the analytics that we talked about off the top, you guys are listening from all over the country and in the States too. So you might be interested to know what happens that next morning. You can get us on an app. It's called the Radio Player Canada app. You can stream 91.5 The Beat. And the following morning after the election, if you want to hear Scott's opinion on everything, I always find it quite fascinating. I don't um, know if I should do that. Do you think I should talk about what happened? Maybe I'll do like one rant and I'll tell people when I'm going to do it if they want to hear it. And then I'll just... I mean, you don't have to do a rant, Not a but rant, even just but some information. And if people don't watch every channel like you do all the time. So you can at least give a brief, hey, this is what happened on here. This is what happened over here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply here. You know what I'm afraid of? Because as you can see, I mean, liberal supporters are liberal supporters, but there's only 31% of them based on the polls right now. Only 31% of people. See, but the polls are always horse shit. And you know that. And I know that we've done this for so many years where every single time there's a fucking poll, not enough people take it clearly, or they're, they're making, I don't know what they're doing. With they the lie numbers. to pollsters. They lie, whatever the case is. Cause it's never Never the way they say it's going to be. I never pay attention to polls. Here's the thing with polls. A lot of people who tend to lean right, and this would apply in America too, they have the same problem. People who tend to, in the US, for example, support Donald Trump, they realize that's an unpopular opinion, so they don't want to tell a stranger that they support exactly. Donald Trump, but they will vote for Donald Trump. Same thing will happen here. There's a lot of people who still to this day support Doug Ford, but they won't necessarily tell a pollster that they support Doug Ford. And the same thing would happen with Andrew Scheer. They support Andrew Scheer. They're not going to tell a pollster that. There's also a lot of people who, like the NDP, will vote for the NDP, but they aren't going to tell a pollster that because mm -hmm. they're, uh, that could be an unpopular opinion or they like the NDP, but they're going to vote liberal. Right. And, and if you tell the pollster, yeah, I'm a, an NDP member and yeah, I support Jugmeet Singh, but they're not actually going to vote for him mm -hmm. because they don't think he can win. There's a lot of different reasons that the polls could be inaccurate, but it's really kind of the best mm -hmm. technology that we have. So for now, we just go with it. Sure. There's also conspiracy theories that if you tell a pollster that you're going to vote new Democrat, but the liberals win, then you're more likely to get audited because the liberals are going to punish you somehow. Oh, I mean, geez. I never think that deep into it. It's stupid shit like that wow. that just has the polls. They can be a little off. But let me just say, if... If 31% based on today's numbers support the liberals, then that means what? 69% do not support the liberals. 69% do not want Justin Trudeau to get another term. But you watch how bad people are going to feel if he loses next Monday and has to do that walk of shame and I'm going to step down as prime minister and make way for the next generation. Mm -hmm. And people are going to be like, aww. He wasn't that bad. <laughs> and it's weird how you feel bad for the people that lose. Can you come back again? Here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. Can you come back again? So let's say this, that scenario happens. Right. He's young. Yes. He's a young guy. Sure. 
Can he come back again and run sure again? Could. In fact, that would probably be the smartest thing he could do. If he loses, he should step down because there's other people who want that leadership. There's other people who think this race wouldn't even be close had Justin Trudeau just stepped down initially. Christian Freeland, our foreign affairs minister, she's already got the website, Christian for Canada, registered. <laughs> All that's there Fantastic. is a splash page right now. But if you look it up, check it out. Smart. It's there. Sure. And, and she's just waiting for Trudeau to step down and she's going to throw her hat in the ring to run for the leadership. There's going to be some liberals who are going to lose on Monday who will likely then become candidates to run against Doug Ford in Ontario. They'll run for the leadership of the provincial liberal party. All these things are going to happen over the course of a few days after Monday's election. It's going to be so fascinating to watch mm -hmm. how quickly people jump ship. Um, either way, we will cover it the next morning on 91.5 The Beat. We will have some blogs up for it at scottandcat.ca. For those who don't know, we have a website and a lot of the stuff that we talk about on air, we also put on the website, scottandcat.ca. Remember, that's cat with a K. How long have we gone here? I think this is, a, oh, this is a little bit of a longer podcast. Okay, so sorry, everybody. We try and keep them short so we don't waste too much of your time. You get bonus points for listening to the end. The whole thing? You did it? <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye.